Welcome back, everyone, to episode 14 of the Prep Files podcast. We are today going to run through what supplements could be handy during your prep. And we'll also break that down into going into your reverse diet or recovery diet, as well as then pushing that into what some supplements might be handy or useful during uh, your improvement season. Amy, how are you today? I'm well, thank you. And I think touching on that as well, there's a lot of information out there that what supplements are essential, what supplements aren't essential, what you should be taking, what you shouldn't be taking, what's worth the money, what's not. I know I constantly have clients coming to me asking me, hey, should I be taking this supplement? Is this worth taking? Should I spend my money on it? So this will give everyone a good insight into what we use with our clients and competitors. But do take this as just advice. We are not doctors. We're not telling you what you should and shouldn't be taking. We're just advising on the things that we use and what we've seen work for us and our clients. This is general advice only, yada, 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 disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Maybe save you some dollars along the way as well. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I'm going to start off with seeing as everybody is gearing up towards season A and will be dieting uh, and in their fat loss phase. Let's start off with the first one that is going to be absolutely useless, and that is your fat burners. Please, first and foremost, do not use fat burners. They're useless. They're mostly loaded with caffeine. Yeah, pretty much. Just have a coffee. It's like, let's get the heart rate going. Let's get you burning more fat. doesn't work like that, unfortunately. So definitely save your money on fat burners. I don't think there's really much more to say about them other than they're just a waste of money and marketing tool. And if you think you're going to burn more fat, and eat whatever the hell you want. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we're here to say that that's not going to happen. Yeah, it just doesn't work like that. Uh, your diet, you can't out supplement a bad diet uh, with fat burners. So, moving into uh, straight off the bat, let's go into what might be useful for the guys coming into season A. And that's going to be look, I like to start with the things that are going to be the staples. And that's going to be things like your creatine. So, creatine is one of those ones where you're going to have it. All year round. I think no matter who you are or what your goal is, creatine is probably the most researched supplement when it comes to muscle building and brain function these days. So, you know, not only for muscle building and obviously brain function, but also that he's going to help with the hydration of muscle. So, and one of those things that you don't want to be doing is coming off creatine towards the back end of your prep. Uh, because you're worried about the the water loading because actually in all honesty it is a good thing because you want those muscles hydrated and looking full i think just before we touch on our next one creatine do keep in mind if you are going to take it your weight may spike there may be a little increase to half a kilo up to a kilo it's not body fat again like you said your body is drawing more water into the muscles so your body is essentially holding a little bit more fluid so if your weight does increase acutely when taking creatine don't freak out and jump off it just because the weight spike has gone up a little bit 100 percent. and i think the two ways that you can take that because i know there are a lot of dosage recommendations out there and from what i'm seeing basically is obviously you can do like a two-week loading where you might take 10 grams a day or 20 grams a day to get that creatine saturation but at the same time I mean, for me, myself, I take five grams a day all year round. Basically, if you are starting, you can take with that five grams a day because having that high load can cause some gastric distress. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're going to end up at the same spot. You just might end up there a week later 
instead of a week earlier. So uh, at the end of the day, it's going to make no real difference. And in regards to timing, I know there'll be a lot of people who say, take it before training, take it after training, take it in the morning, et cetera, et cetera. The research we're finding is showing that it doesn't really matter when you take it. I take it in the morning. Take it when you remember. That's the biggest thing, consistency. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I take mine in the morning. Why? Because otherwise I'll forget. So uh, moving on to the next one. Next one that I like to keep pretty much all year round is citrulline malate. And that's going to be to improve blood flow also because it is a precursor for L-arginine. So it can be seen to improve blood flow. When you do take it, especially when you're training, you'll find you get a real juicy pump, mainly if you've got enough carbohydrates to pump through the body. I, I mean, you're pretty depleted at this point. I don't know if there's much pumping around that body. Yeah, I take citrulline malate just, be, just because, look, there are studies showing that it can improve uh, growth hormone. So you might get a, a spike in growth hormone. Of course, if you're not sleeping, then that's going to be counterintuitive at the same time. So a lot of your pre-workouts also have citrulline malate in it. I find maybe not to the extent that you're taking on its own, but if you are taking some kind of pre-workout, have a look at the ingredients. The chances are that you're probably taking a little bit um, through that supplement as well. And one of the ones that I, this is this is a big one. I know you're, you're pretty big on this one too, Amy, is magnesium and electrolyte supplements. And do you want to just touch on why we would sort of take those all year round as well? Yeah, magnesium is such a big one. Like a lot of functions in the body require magnesium. Not only is it going to be good for recovery, but it's also going to be good. I take it personally before I go to sleep. I do take a specific night powder, um, not necessarily magnesium that's getting you to sleep, but things that are paired with it can also help with sleep. And recovery is so important, especially during prep at the back end. You know, you are fatigued. You might be waking up in the middle of the night with those hunger signals going absolutely crazy. So magnesium is going to give you the best chance of recovery and rest. Now, electrolyte balance is also alongside that. So you really want to make sure that you're getting enough sodium, enough potassium, enough magnesium, all the electrolytes um, in harmony to make the body function and recover well. Even in the off-season, I find that I keep this, these, both these supplements in for most of my clients and myself just to make sure that I am recovering as well as I can, like in the building or in the improvement season, the goal is to build muscle. In order to build muscle, your body needs to recover from session to session. So if I can do anything to help with that recovery and that performance, I'm going to take it. Yeah, absolutely. And magnesium is going to help with in that improvement season because it's going to help with energy levels and recovery. It's also going to have a direct influence on in improvement season, you know, how much muscle that you can build because of the intensity that you'll be able to put into your training. And then during uh, that that prep phase because with, with muscle retention uh, via recovery and creating or help create any sort of energy, little energy that you might be able to muster up while you are dieting. When you're at the back end of prep, I think you're grabbing at any straw that you can to give yourself that little bit of energy or even if it is placebo, hey, sometimes if it's a placebo and it works, it works and that's all that matters. If you think it's going to work and, you know, that's what gets you through the day, knowing that you're taking that little bit of magnesium or electrolytes or pre-workout, hey, at the end of the day, if it helps, it helps. And uh, I think the placebo is just as effective as uh, as anything else, really. I think there are studies showing that. So, In the improvement season, I think a lot of people have that misconception that you're going to feel amazing when you've got an abundance of food and you're training and you're sleeping, et cetera. But I 
I know myself personally, you do get to a point in the improvement season. I know, especially for you and for guys who have to push in a lot of calories, sometimes you do feel fatigued, lethargic, and a bit sluggish during your training sessions. And sometimes you may not be recovering as well as you thought, even though you have extra body fat, you feel like you're pushing really hard in the gym you know, an excess of body fat is also not ideal for the body. So don't think that just because you're not in prep that these things won't help you. Yeah, exactly right. And it might be a case of, you know, even when you are in the improvement season from your electrolyte perspective, you know, you might have switched your carbohydrates to, let's say, rice uh, instead of potatoes. So, you know, you you might have an abundance of potato like me at the moment or spud light as I'm having, uh, and your potassium is pretty much through the roof so that you've got to actually bring your sodium up to match that and get a one-to-one electrolyte balance. Whereas then you switch that in the improvement season and you might have some rice or processed carbohydrates just to get the calories in um, and therefore your potassium pretty much drops off the, uh, off the face of the earth so and then you end up having a shit ton too much sodium and not enough potassium which can affect so the sodium potassium pump uh, and your ability to build muscle and get blood flow within there as well so next on the list is i like specifically during uh, to be honest i like it all year round because i don't get much fish and that's going to be your omega-3s Especially in the back end of prep, I know a lot of people probably aren't eating fattier fishes like salmon because the calories just don't account for it. So I think omega-3 is probably one of those ones that, yeah, you want to be supplementing all year round, especially when your fats are getting to that lower end at the end of prep. And it does have that anti-inflammatory property to help bring down inflammation. And, you know, you're in prep, you're as stressed as it is. So again, if we can do anything to help support that nervous system and that body from being so inflamed and stressed, we're going to do it. And it's going to benefit on your nervous system as well. And especially when you are in that deprived state during the back end of prep, you want to kind of help anything with the nervous system functioning at a at a minimum or as best as it can. So Amy, what do you like with multivitamins? Look, I find that a multi is... I mean, it could be beneficial all year round, to be honest, depending on one's diet and what they are consuming. I do find it especially important during prep, not only because your food is low, but that's the thing you've got to remember, even though you're eating probably really highly nutritious foods, like you're getting a lot of veggies in, you're getting your protein, you're getting healthy fats, you're not getting enough of them because your food is so low. So I think even though you are might be eating all the right foods and you're doing it um, the healthiest way in air quotes possible, I do think that you just don't have enough food to draw enough nutrients out of it, especially if you were a small female, like your calories can get very low, you know, close to that a thousand calories, even less mark. So you're not getting enough food volume in itself to actually get all the essential vitamins and minerals. So I personally do find a multi very important, especially during prep. Um, If you're in the improvement season and you're having a lot of refined carbs, like really sugary foods or, you know, things that might be white rice, cereal, honey, maple syrup, just to get the calories in and you don't have that appetite to be eating a heap of fruit and veg and you find that you are struggling to get it in, I do think it can also be helpful. Just touching on when you are in that fat loss phase and you are dieting and you are quite lean, remember your body is going to be trying to utilize as many vitamins and micronutrients and minerals as it can just to keep it surviving because you are taking the body to a place that it doesn't want to be. So it's, it's going to freak out a big one 
for I know that you and I are, are very big on, especially during that fat loss phase and during that prep phase, it's going to be some immune support. So things like your vitamin D, your vitamin C, when both you and I are dieting, uh, the vitamin C and the vitamin D is just goes absolutely ballistic. If you're going to get sick, I guarantee you it's going to be when you start prep. If you're one of those people that never get sick, I myself, I find that I am very rarely sick. As soon as you put me into a dieted state or my body fat gets very low, my immune system is absolutely shot. Like you will catch anything and everything around you. So if there's anything that I can recommend, vitamin D, vitamin C, anything that is going to support the immune system during that time, 100% get on it. Who wants to do a 20-week prep and the last two weeks fall sick and has to pull out of their show? Vitamin D, vitamin C, uh, my staples, well, vitamin C is my staple every day. Vitamin D, I make sure I get enough during the week, especially I make sure I get it in the sun. Especially for us, because we start work in the dark and often we're getting home later hours in the evening. So, you know, what often, how often do we spend time just in the sun? Not very often. And if you've got germ bag kids like I do that go to daycare and, and school and they bring home all the germs and be stupid not to. Well, yeah, at the first sign of a tickle in my throat, I'm like, give me all those immune subs. I can't get sick. So definitely some immune, for, immune support during a fat loss phase is going to be very helpful. Okay, before we go into the improvement season, I need to say if you're in prep, please, for the love of God, do not go and get your bloods done. If you are like midweek, like mid through your prep, even if you're towards the back end, if you go get your bloods done, you are just going to freak yourself out and you're going to just cause an absolute panic because your results are going to come back is you are deficient in basically everything. At that point, you will be. It's pretty impossible to be eating a thousand calories and getting all your daily vitamins and minerals and nutrient targets. So please, I have had a client do this before and freak themselves out and panic because they got their bloods done when they were midway through their prep. And I said, you know what? I wouldn't expect anything less. Like we are doing everything we can to keep your vitamins and mineral levels up to standard. But at the end of the day, you've got to remember comp prep isn't healthy. There's a reason why we're in the out as fast as we can be. And that is because your body should not be in a vitamin and mineral deficient state, but it is only for a short period of time. After comp, again, let yourself recover, then get your bloods done and then work from there. Yeah, or, or get them done as long as you can take them with a grain of salt and realize that they will be improved uh, once you do get out of comp prep and you put some body fat back on and then you can have a, you can compare them like that to see how you are going. But yeah, don't freak out if you get them done. It's it's amazing, like you said, you know, we are putting the, the body in such an enterprise state. I was listening to another podcast the other day and I was talking about the side effects that they've had with clients and they've had clients that have broken out with rashes, have, you know, broken out with, high little stuff just because they are putting the body uh, in such energy deprived state. I mean, me and myself last week, one, not only I was feeling a bit sick, but why I put on about two kilos in a week and you can see, I know what everyone's going to be saying. They'll be like, oh, you just started eating more. You blah, 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 blah. The amount of stress that you're going to put on your body from just dieting is huge. And then if you combine that with the external stresses of training as well, prob probably cardio. And then you've got work stress and then you've got kid stress. And then you've got, you know, if you're not sleeping well as well, 
add in some micronutrient deficiencies, your body's going to do funny things. Your body's going to do silly things. It's going to fight back because that's the way it is. That's the way biology is. And our bodies are smarter than we are really. That's just a little caveat. So if you do find that you, know, you are getting weird things happening, don't be surprised. And if you're going to get your bloods done and you're wanting to you know, keep all your health markers in check, which I do recommend you do, definitely get your bloods done at the start of your prep. Don't go doing them midway or towards the back end because I guarantee you they're not going to be all that pretty. Now, one little one that I have been utilizing as well is essential amino acids. And this is only during prep and I'm doing it with myself and one of my other competitors. This is quickly becoming a bit of a staple for me during the back end. And that's just the essential aminos to help prevent any extra muscle protein breakdown. Because the goal is obviously muscle protein synthesis. Oh, that's really hard when I'm prepping. Muscle protein synthesis as often as possible and as high as possible and to prevent muscle protein breakdown so you're not losing those hard-earned gains that you did make in the improvement season. So if you are taking an essential amino, it can help you, let's say, as you're losing weight and you haven't changed your protein and it's sitting up towards 2.7 to 3 grams per kilo per body weight because you haven't touched it since you lost 10 kilos, you know, you might be able to bring it down, add in some essential amino acids, and that allows then allows you to give you some room within your calories for some extra carbs or maybe some extra fats as well. I'd suggest some more some more carbs. So that's that's a little bonus one. I think that one's a little bit more of a we wouldn't say it's a hundred percent a staple, but it's something that you've definitely found yourself using more often and it might become one. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely not a staple, but it's something that I've been trying with and it's a little little bonus one I thought I'd just throw in. Just catch you off guard. I'm going, hang on a minute, I don't use those. <laughs> Maybe I should start, who knows? <laughs> uh you're not dying hard enough yet. We're not there yet. Let's just give you a couple of months and then, you know, we might even jump on the caffeine trend. Who knows at this point? Oh god, I'd pay to see that. Actually, I don't know if I will. I don't know if I will. It might help you get your steps in a bit more. Yeah, I'm struggling already and you know, I'm nowhere near the deeps and depths of prep. My steps are absolutely shocking. But I told you, you just got to shuffle and sidestep during during work. Like it is 5 p.m. right now and I've done about 3,000 steps for the day. So everyone, so help me. Oh, oh, I don't envy you. So we've got probably about 20 weeks until this season is over. So for those guys moving into the recovery or the reverse diet, I mean, if, if we kept all those, if we kept all those staples that we just mentioned in, which we think it would be a good idea to keep those in, at least for six to eight weeks, I'd say. You know, and then you're going to start putting some extra food in, and it might sit in your gut, and you might have some trouble digesting. What would we recommend? Most importantly, post show, we're not including a whole bunch of foods that we haven't eaten for six months straight off the bat. That is number one. We want to slowly introduce things back into our diet whether that be swapping potato for rice again or swapping, you know, things for oats or things that you haven't had in a very long time, make sure that you are introducing them within reason and you're not just dumping a whole heap of foods into your system and expecting it to not only recover but also digest all this food. So number one is making sure that you don't sack your coach and you reverse diet out with them in a proper way. And second of all, there are some supplements we can do, again, to help aid that. Digestive enzymes can also be beneficial in terms of breaking down if you are introducing some of those new carbs and you're finding 
that your body is just taking some time to get used to them again. You could take these acutely while you're introducing those foods again. Again, it's not something I would recommend that you stay on because your body should be producing these on their own and you shouldn't be relying on a supplement to break down all of your food all the time. But it can be very beneficial in a short term just to get yourself back on track. They might also be handy when you start to move into a surplus and you are struggling with the amount of food that you're getting in as well. Uh, just a Give, give your body a little bit of a hand, but at the same time, like you said, it's not something you want to be on long-term. Uh, it is something there where, you know, you might possibly affect the feedback loop and affect your own production, et cetera, et cetera. But there's obviously a whole caveat and host of signaling and, and pathways that go on with that, but definitely something that might help in the short term. So as a summary, to be fair, any of these supplements we have mentioned, you can get benefits from them either in that improvement season or during prep. Obviously, they're just probably going to have more of a noticeable effect in prep, you might say, in terms of, you know, getting that little bit of extra energy to train and that extra recovery to then repeat effort the next day. I do think, again, supplements do supplement your diet as well. So do bear in mind that you do have to still be eating a highly nutritious diet with lots of veggies, healthy fats, carbs, et cetera, to then have any effect with these supplements. If you're just eating crap and taking supplements, expecting to get all your vegetable intake through them, I think, yeah, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot there. Yeah. Green powders, in my opinion, don't taste like gross. substitute. Well, they, t- they taste like shit, most of them, uh, but they don't uh, taking some actual vegetables eat some vegetables people yeah unfortunately some wheat grass isn't going to cut it for your daily intake of vegetables sorry guys eat your vegetables people <laughs> eat your vegetables eat like adults not kids please yes yeah, stop being a child i love cereal too but stop being a child hey there's nothing wrong with cereal as long as there's veggies on the side we're happy Ooh, don't put veggies in your cereal that's just well not unless you still got your um humor coming into this back end of prep that's my one joke per day that's all you get so, but yeah, on a, you know, actually, you know what? I'm going to throw a bonus one in there before we do sign off. And that's going to be during your prep. And that's going to be ashwagandha. Uh, and that can be helpful for managing the amount of stress you are putting on your body. Amy's cringing in her seat now because I've just gone way off script. She's like, what are you talking about? But we are getting a lot of studies or some studies and some data coming out that ashwagandha can help with stress management that you do put on the body. Again, like we said, during prep. And sleep. If you are a stress head and you are, you know, in the back end of prep, ashwagandha, it can help just chill you out, really, get you some sleep. Yeah, manage those stress levels. And again, that's going to help with recovery, performance, and overall your result. So key factors here, get your micronutrients up, help with recovery, and that is going to keep you on the best path, whether it be uh, for dieting or improving. What would be your top three? If you had to recommend three supplements, and that was it for your prep right now, what would they be? Multivitamin, creatine, and omega. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what I would have said. Maybe plus magnesium. Plus the magnesium. That would be my top four. And with the magnesium, the only actually the only thing I will say is don't stinge out on your magnesium, people. You will shit yourself. You will shit yourself because a lot of the cheaper magnesiums will utilize magnesium oxide, which is only about 5% bioavailable, which means we don't absorb it which is a damn good laxative. So if you are blocked up, high-dose magnesium oxide and watch it all come flowing out. 
And just make sure you uh, restock those electrolytes. Otherwise, you're not going to be having a fun time. <laughs> exactly right. Do make sure you are getting a well-rounded magnesium supplement uh, with chelate. So substrates that end in ATE like glycinate, threonate, bisglycinate, oxate, taurate, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's nothing really groundbreaking, is there? Supplements aren't groundbreaking. Actually, you know what? You know what's a bonus one that we didn't cover? Protein powder. Yeah, protein powder is a staple and caffeine can also be a staple too. You can't get your protein yeah. in, have a protein powder, done. You can get your protein in without it, don't worry about it. Oats are tastier with protein powder too. Yes. Oats are definitely tastier. So that pretty much sums up this episode of supplements. So you can find us on Instagram at the Prep Files Podcast. You can also find myself on Instagram at Amy Dorrell. You'll also find a question box. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, do leave them on our Instagram question box page and we will answer them in future episodes absolutely you can find me at coach underscore folino that's f-o-l-i-n-o and then you can both find us down at 381 swan street at enterprise fitness where we both spend all of our time unless we're doing steps or cardio like me right now until next time guys we shall speak to you later see you later